Hi, welcome to Healthy Wealthy Roots, a podcast about financial wellness, mental health, and parenthood. From the get-go, I want to make it clear that there is no shame here. A lot of people can put shame and blame on you for the things that you do, but that is not me and that is not my agenda. For me, it is important to make it clear that you are not alone. Even if you feel like you are alone, even if you feel like you're the only person going through this, you're not. I actually saw this meme today. It was a person who started off saying, I feel like I'm the only, and the other person interrupted them and was like, there are 7 billion people in the world. You're not the only one. And the same thing applies. You are not the only person who has had the experience that you have had, uh, in terms of the the big picture experience, of course, your minute details are unique to you, but you're not the only person who has gotten to where you are right now. You're not the only person who has experienced fear or guilt around money or shame. You are definitely not alone. And the thing is, The way in which the world works now, you can feel like you're alone because on social media, you're seeing people who appear to have things together. Uh, You turn on the TV and if you're watching cable or Netflix or Hulu or whatever the case might be, people seem to have it together. And... If no one's told you this recently, let me be the one to burst that bubble. As a psychologist, I come into contact with hundreds of people in any given year. Uh, I see a lot of kids and I work with a lot of their parents across all of the socioeconomic strata. And I can let you know that a lot of people don't have it as together as they seem. So if you're comparing yourself to what you've been seeing, you may be comparing yourself to a lie or a mirage, and that's not helpful for you. You clicked on this episode because you want things to be better for you. And you may be here for a number of reasons. You may have a spending problem or you may be afraid to spend. You may not have as much money as you wish that you had. You may not have your financial house together. You may feel like you cannot make the next step, like you're frozen in place. Whatever the reason is that brought you here, I am starting off with the fact that you are not alone. And... Once we accept that, then we can do something with it. In terms of repairing your relationship with money, it helps to figure out what got you here in the first place. On this 
podcast, I talk often about how our childhood shapes us, and that is applicable here as well. The lessons that you learned about money likely came from your childhood experiences, likely came from things that you heard your relatives say or not say, things that they did or did not do. For instance, you may have heard that it's impolite to talk about money. Well, your family sure would not like me. (laughs) Or you may have seen your parents live paycheck to paycheck. Or you may know that your parents did not have enough money to provide for you. Or you may be in a better financial position than your family members are and you may feel guilt because of it. Whatever the case might be, think back to the early days of your life. When did you first receive these messages? What were those messages? And kind of walk yourself through your life, through your teen years, through your 20s, through your 30s if you're there, through your 40s if you're there. I know most of the people who listen to this podcast are within those age ranges. Walk yourself through the timeline of your life and kind of piece together your money story. Everyone has a money story. Everyone's current situation has been shaped by the experiences that came before it. And once you get a good picture of your money story, that will help you to then be able to do something with it. We can't fix what we can't see, right? So if you don't know what the issues are, it's going to be hard to address them. And once you know what the issues are, then we can figure out what to do with it. In order to get there, one of the things that we will need to do is figure out what a healthy relationship with money looks like. So this is Healthy Wealthy Roots, right? What exactly does a healthy relationship with money look like for you? If you woke up in the morning and you were at peace with your money situation, what would that mean? And I say at peace, I'm not saying to go dreaming big here. (laughs) This is not the time for dreaming big. I'm not talking about waking up to a butler who's bringing you breakfast and your house is spick and span and you walk out on your veranda and it's the most beautiful view. While that would be nice, (laughs) and this may be me partly speaking, I'm talking about being realistic. If you literally woke up tomorrow morning in your current home, in your current skin, in your current life, 
but the difference is that you were at peace with your money situation, what would be different? Would you have more money? Would you have no debt? Would you have savings? Would you have a plan for your future financially? Would you have some things taken care of that are not currently taken care of? What would be different in order for you to feel at peace? And once you get an answer to that, that's where the magic is. That's where you can start to make changes. Because if, for instance, you want to have more money, there are things that you can do, tangible steps that you can take to make that happen. My recommendations would be to first start off with taking a look at where your money's currently going. Because if you don't know that, then you don't know how much you might actually be able to keep. Another thing that you can do is think about ways to make more money. What other jobs can you do? Can you advance your career? Can you ask for a raise? Can you put yourself in a position to qualify for a raise? Those are tangible things. I am very realistic. I am very hands-on. I am very much the type who is all about solutions, solution-oriented. Yes, we have a problem, sure. But what do we do about it? What steps can we actually take to address the problem? So you come to me and you say, I have an unhealthy relationship with money. I am really sorry to hear that you have been through the experiences that you have been through that have gotten you to this place. And simultaneously, I am encouraging you to think about ways that you can change your situation. Because you can. You have the power and the ability to do that. Whether you believe it or not, it's true. I have seen so many people over my professional career who have changed their situation in ways that they had absolutely no clue that they could. And so that power is within you. So once you figure out what you would need in order to be at peace, and then you start outlining the steps, that's when the real work begins. Because then you have to actually put those steps into place. The thing about making any kind of a change is that we have to we have to be gentle on ourselves and we have to make our steps manageable. Because it's kind of like training for a marathon or trying to lose weight or whatever the case might be. You don't just wake up one morning and it's completely different. And the same thing applies here. Your relationship with money became the way that it became over a period of time. It wasn't an overnight thing. And so change won't happen overnight either. But if you make these steps that you have to take so big and grand, 
that you then feel overwhelmed, guess what? You're going to be stuck in the same position. So make small steps, little things that you can do to change your situation. And for some people, you might need extra help, and that's okay. Listen, we need help with all kinds of things. I do not know how to change the oil in my car. And I'm fairly certain that I could figure out how with some help. But does that mean that I'm going to? Probably not. (laughs) And so I will take the car in if I need an oil change. And it's the same thing here. Yes, you could probably figure out how to do some of this stuff on your own. But for some people, it means working with a therapist or a counselor or a coach or a financial advisor. Please use a fiduciary, someone who has your best interest at heart. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to rely on other people if it's not something that you know how to do. Especially when it comes to something like this, where you have a long history with it and it's a complicated emotional history. As human beings, we are not our best self when emotions are running high. So if you have a lot of very strong emotions about money, you may not make the best decisions to change your situation because of the fact that you have those emotions. And if you instead work with someone, they can take some of that emotion out of it because it's not their story. And they may be able to help you in ways that you're not able to see because you're clouded by the emotions. So that's another reason why help would be beneficial. When you start putting these steps into place, slowly but surely, you will see changes. And one of the things that I don't think a lot of people realize is that change has a ripple effect. And so I want to warn you, once you start making changes, the things around you will change. Some of it may change for the better because your financial situation will improve and that will make things better for you and around you. But some of it may not be so great. There may be people in your life who have a hard time with your change. And so that's something to keep in mind. But ultimately, I know that you wanted to listen to this because you want things to be better for yourself. And I commend you for that. I think that it's possible. Even if you don't think so, you can hold on to the fact that Dr. Tracy on this podcast that I listened to that one time said that she thinks that it's possible. Here's what. I created a list of journaling prompts in the event that you want to spend a little bit more time dwelling on this. And I put them on the website for today's episode. Those journal prompts are 
and I'll just give you two examples. At a young age, I learned that money, and then you fill in the rest. My biggest money fare is, and you can fill that in. I also included some healthy money relationship affirmations. Affirmations are an amazing way to change our mindset. And in order to do things differently, you have to start to think differently. It's hard to make a situation better if you're still thinking negatively about the situation. And so two examples of those affirmations that I listed on the website are, there is no need to fear money. I am worthy of abundance. And you can come up with your own affirmations too. If you have a hard time doing that, I included a link to a YouTube video. Her name is Toni Jones, and she has some money affirmations uh, for women, and I really like that. On the website, I also included information for how to find a financial therapist, if that's something that you're interested in, as well as um, books for improving your relationship with money. I hope that that helps. Remember, I'm holding out hope for you. Things can change. Your relationship can improve. Don't overwhelm yourself with your steps. Just take things one step at a time. And remember that the goal is to wake up one morning and be at peace with your money. Thank you for joining me today. You can check out the website at healthywealthyroots.org. Most of the episodes have additional resources on their very own page on the website. You can also follow me on Instagram at Healthy Wealthy Roots, as well as on Clubhouse at HWR. Remember, our future grows from Healthy Wealthy Roots. As the world reopens, Vacations are on people's minds. The weather has been really nice here in the southern United States, and I am just itching to get going. I took a mini vacation over spring break, and it made me think about my fellow single parents by choice. So the next episode, I will be talking about traveling alone with your kids and some of the tips and tricks that I have picked up over the past two years. This podcast offers only a look at what I'm doing and is not meant to substitute the results you can get from working one-on-one -on -one with a professional.